we have people born in certain races. The effects of the Ammonites and the Moabites last up to ten generations. No Moabite or, or Ammonite or any of his descendants may enter the assembly of the Lord, even down in the tenth generation. Once again, we have a people that it takes ten generations for the natural consequences of, of the ancestors' sins to finally peter out. This is, again, there's spiritual forces here we do not understand. This is not God saying it's going to take ten generations because I say so. It's because the spiritual consequences have been set loose by their sin, and it'll take ten generations unless God steps in and stops it. So it's different from God, and you might say this is not his curse. It's his recognition of the consequences of certain sins when they happen. This is what happens. Then we have uh, the effects of the Edomites and the Egyptians last up to three generations. Do not abhor an Edomite, for he is your brother. Do not abhor an Egyptian because he lived, you lived as an alien in, in his country. In other words, you were a guest from his country. The third generation of children born to them may enter the assembly of the Lord. Implication now. The offspring of people may bear the results of people's sins. For example, the Germans for attempted genocide of Jews, Slavs, Egyptians, and others in World War II. The Turks for attempted genocide of the Armenians. The American slaughter of certain American Indians. If you read about some of the history in America, terrible things that you can't say all of America did, but certainly classes of America did. So, for instance, the Cherokee, Cherokee and Georgia, in that in that areas of of the South, they ended up with uh, plantations and farms and servants and everything else. They they just basically uh, took all the good things of American culture. <laughs> And, and they got to be such a threat that they found some great legal reason for why they could chase the Cherokees out. And you have, I think it's called the Trail of Tears, I think that's the one, where they, they stripped them of everything. So the people of Georgia, some of those descendants, eventually going to have to answer for that horrendous, terrible sin they come in against the Cherokee Nation. And <coughs> even America has this kind of things. We also have wounded knee. And the horrible atrocities that happened at that time. And you cannot do that kind of thing. All through Israel, you've had cases where they may have killed like the 10th uh, during a battle, and after the end of it, they'll kill like the 10th person in the soldiers as a form of punishment and all this. But you never have Israel uh, torturing people. You never have the children of the, the, the people of God uh, committing atrocities in that particular kind of, of sense. God does not allow that. So it bring a special curse. Uh, one of the things would be, uh, I forget if it's the Eomites or the Moabites, one of them. But uh, their sin was in uh, killing off the stragglers as, as the children of Israel went through the wilderness, and they would pitch the ones that were the feeble and the, and the tired and the crippled and all, and they'd kill them all. And God has a real thing about uh, dealing partially with the helpless. Again, it, it is, if you want to know God's personality, you know, important thing. If, if you want to really understand God's personality, read the law. His concerns are come out of his personality. So he's he's very concerned about again widows and orphans and foreigners, people who are helpless and at the mercy of of strange circumstances. He, he's very concerned about their welfare. This is God. Wonderful. See. And God is a God of love in the Old Testament just as much as in the New Testament. Very, very definitely. 
And I, I learned a, a basic in Columbia finally. But as I looked at the law in a different way, because I was stuck in this tribal situation, I said before with plane crash, they said, you know, you know, pick me up in a month. But in that setting and reading the scriptures, I came to see that the law of God, as he writes it, the commands of God are written by a loving God in order to cause us to live a life of blessing and not step into these potholes. And because he didn't want us to step into potholes. But we turn right around and step in them and pay the consequences. God's way was we do it his way, and it's only blessing. It's only blessing. And in, in, in uh, profound ways, it's only blessing. So again, we have we have a people born out of wedlock. We have people born of certain races. Recognize when we talk about people born out of wedlock, uh, we have a lot of cases, especially in America and in Europe, where somehow or other you can have a child um, uh, you can uh, conceive a child and then later on get married and, and before the child is born and therefore supposedly the child now is legal. And that might be legal on paper, but it's not legal as far as, as, far as the sin is concerned. So we often deal with people, uh, not often, we always, <laughs> always, that's the word, always deal with married people is for the, what sins they commit before they were married. Because they're, as we're dealing with fornicators. After marriage, if they deal with sexual sin, deal with, with adultery. And if you have a child uh, born or conceived uh, during engagement or before engagement, and if they're born after the marriage, it doesn't matter. That child is illegitimate. So they have to be dealt with in that way. 